and they're amazing miracles. Like, you know, the plagues, and then, you know, these people walked in the desert and their shoes didn't wear out for 40 years, and they got manna from heaven to feed them. They, he struck a rock, and water came out of it. So water, all these, and there was millions of people. So he did incredible miracles, like, um, and then Moses dies, and now has his understudy, Joshua. And, and Joshua, you'll see, he has to be told a number of times, be strong and courageous. Haven't I, haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous? Why? Because he didn't feel it. Like he was the understudy of this great man of God, and, and now Moses says to Joshua, as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. And that was his promise. As I was with him, I'm going to be with you. So what do you, what do you think he expected to happen? What, what, would, have, what, would, have, what would Moses have heard, what, sorry, what would Joshua have heard if, he had, if God said to him, as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. Surely he would have thought there would be power and there would be miracles. Because as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. And so he would have expected there will be miracles. And you know what? There were miracles. There were miracles. Um, uh, the story of Ai, the story of Jericho, and they walk around that city of Jericho and all the walls fell down. There were miracles for Joshua because he had an expectation God is with me, and it's not just me, it's God and me. As I was with Moses, I'm with you. And I, that's why I wanted you to start. Don't forget, he said this about you as well. I am with you always. So um, here's some verses about the miracles. And it's Pentecost Sunday. So the very first um, talk about power, it says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power. And then uh, I think it's in Luke chapter 24, it says, don't leave Jerusalem until you're endowed with power from on high. So the very thing that Moses had, that Joshua had an expectation that he would have ended, God has promised to you. He said to you as well, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Sam, I will be with you. And you know what? I was thinking about this. It is so much easier if it was Sam. Like if God said, Sam, as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you, Sam. But it's not so specific. It's general. If it was just for one of us, we would think, man, he, God is with me. But the fact that it's general, we sometimes think, this doesn't really apply to me. Rubbish. That applies to you. The promises of God are in Christ, yes and amen. Isn't that what the Bible says? All the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen. So he says, as I was with Moses, I'm with you, Andrew. So what, what expectation do we have? I'll tell, tell you my, my reality. This is how it is real for me. I struggle with this. I tend to think, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I tend to think, I, I receive the consequences of what I do. My ability, that will open up doors for me. That's rubbish. That's not, that's not the life of a believer. The life of a believer is, Holy Spirit dwells in me, and He can do anything. And if he asks me to do it, I just need God is with me. And then I'm going to step into that. Fair enough? Is that, does that sound fair? Yeah. So, so that was the first thing. Um, Joshua thought there will be power and there will be miracles. And there were. 
Um, the next thing is that would, there would be provision. So I've already mentioned, like, that food came out of, out of the air and fed them. Like, food came out of nowhere and fed them for 40 years. That's ridiculous, honestly. And their shoes didn't walk wear out for 40 years. Look at this, look at your shoes. I mean, some of us, some of your husbands are thinking, man, I like that miracle. <laughs> hey, that'd be a good miracle. Guys, yeah, I had probably more shoes than you so I can't, I shouldn't really go there. Um, but God provided, and for some of us, um, you know, with a financial struggle, we we think, how am I going to make ends meet? Then it's, it's, if it's going to be, it's up to me. God provides. He says, my name, Jehovah Jireh, your provider, and I will open up doors for you. Um, so here it says, don't worry, Matthew chapter 6, don't worry about what you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you shall wear. Seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, and these things will be added to you. That's a promise, isn't it? Is that a promise? Jesus has promised you seek first my kingdom. I will add those things to you. Um, and Philippians 4.19, My God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. But just have, have an expectation of it's not just what I can do. It's not just what those around me can do. God is in my life and God is with me. And, I have, and have an expectation of not just me, but God and me. And he has unlimited resources. The other thing he had was um, protection from the Egyptians. He had protection from all the nations as they passed through them. And God looked after them. And um, he promises the same thing to us in Matthew chapter 6, 30. Lead us not to into, into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, and in Second um, Thessalonians it says this, The Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you. And he will protect you from the evil one. Um, I, I mean, I could go, I don't want to, I want to get past some of this stuff to get to some others. But um, another one is in presence. Uh, this is amazing. Uh, Moses met God face to face. When he went up on Mount Sinai, um, remember the scripture where he says, uh, I'm going to pass before you and declare myself before you. And he put him into a cleft of a rock. He said, I'll cover you with my hands. You can't look at my face. I'm just too much glory. I'll cover you with my hands. And as I pass by, and as I disappear, I'll take my hand away and you'll see my back. You can't see my face. Too much glory. And so he, walked, he goes past him and he says, I am the Lord. This is the very first time that God reveals his nature to a human. Not, not to Abraham. He didn't reveal his character and his nature. This is the first time, and it's in the Bible, to Moses. And he says, I am the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate, the gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and kindness and faithfulness, forgiving iniquity. He revealed who he was to Moses. Moses came down from that mountain, and his face was glowing. Reflect, the reflected glory of meeting God, his back. He met God's back, and his Face was glowing, and he would put a veil. You know the story, he would put a veil. Well, most, um, Paul makes reference to this in 2 Corinthians 3 and 4. That's a, that's a powerful um, lot of scriptures. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 4. In it, um, Paul says this 
But the coming of the law came with such glory that the face of Moses glowed. How much more will the coming of the Spirit be with exceeding great glory? And now you have the Spirit within you. And now you're invited into his presence. So Moses had presence, and Joshua, he would have thought, I get, I get power, I get, I'll have his protection, I'll have his provision, I'll have his presence, I'll have the presence of God. And he had an expectation, and he welcomed that. And God opened up incredible doors for Joshua. And why did he need that encouragement? Because he didn't feel great. He didn't feel crazy. He felt intimidated and weak. And you don't have to actually have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed and all your ducks in a row and everything sweet before God blesses you. You just have to believe his promise. Just like, take this. This is for you for real. Like, this is for real. I am with you. It's a promise. I am with you. And let me give you another one. Um, sorry, there might be jumping probably here. Right. Um, uh, there's another guy, Gideon. Do you know the story of Gideon? Um, Gideon was, uh, the story is in Judges, I think it's 6, number 9. He's threshing wheat in a wine press. Wrong. One press is down on the ground, and you thresh wheat by throwing it up in the air, and the wind blows out, and all the, all the chaff goes away, and all the wheat falls down. And he's doing that in the one press because he's un, uh, being intimidated by the Midianites, and he's, he's scared for his life. He's scared to show them that he's got food. So he's doing it down there, weak and intimidated, and an angel comes to him and says, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. That was his promise. That's what changed his life. I am with you. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And this is what um, Gideon responded. I actually think this is fear. Uh, if the Lord is with us, then why has all this happened? And where are his miracles? Uh, do you think, yes, good question. If the Lord is with us, why all this? And where are the miracles? Because I would expect miracles. Fear? And stuff, you know, we live in a broken, fallen world, and none of us are immune. It's going to hit you. If it hasn't yet, it will. And like last life hits. Um, so, what? Oh, I'll tell you what. That's what I should have gone back to this one, because I. There's another story before this one about Joseph. You know the story of Joseph, how God said, I am with you? And there are so many stories um, about Joseph. Oh, no, I'm all over the place here. Um, in terms of Joseph, he says this. Right. Did you get this one? The Lord was with Joseph and he became a successful man. He was in the house of his Egyptian master. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and the Lord caused all that he did to succeed. What about here? If the Lord is with you, you'll have success. You will succeed. There'll be success in your life. How do you measure that? I don't know. Well, you might just measure that in, in dollars, but I don't think that that's a measure of success. Well, if you've got a family that loves each other and is together, that's success. You know, if you've got a marriage that's together, that's success. And if you've just got friends who you call on them and they are there, well, the how you would measure success, but... Um, the Egyptian ruler 
recognized that God was with Joseph. He, he saw God was with him. So the Lord was with Joseph and he became successful. He was the hand of his Egyptian master and his master saw that the Lord was with him. So that everything must have gone sweet for Joseph. Right? Like, that would be how you'd expect that. Everything would go sweet. No, he was accused of breaking the Egyptian master's wife. He never did. She tried to get along with him. He said no. And she threw, got him arrested for a rape. He got thrown in prison. And then what happened while he was in prison? So the Lord was with him and showed him steadfast love and gave him favour in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of the prisoners who were in the prison. And whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. I think you, should, you could ask God for success. What, what is it that you've got in your heart that you'd long for? Ask Him to, ask him to, uh, to make it succeed. Uh, ask God, would you grant me success in what I am trying to do? Ask for Him to open the doors. And as I say, does that mean that it all goes sweet? Well, it's in prison. So the answer is no. Not necessarily. Like, something could still happen to you, but God will be with you, even in the midst when you're down, he says, I will, what are you saying? I will never leave you or forsake you. Doesn't matter what happens, I'm never leaving you, I'm never forsaking you, I'm always right with you. I think you mentioned that saying, and what you mentioned in terms of the Trinidad fast, that, you know, the truth of God. God is, God is with you. I think in terms of that, um, how, do you, how do you make this a reality? There's a real simple um, scripture in, in Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 that says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in everything that you do, acknowledge Him. In everything that you're doing, acknowledge Him. God is there. Everything that you're doing, acknowledge Him, and He'll make your path straight. So um, here's a question, and think about this. Do you live each day with an expectation of God's favour, or do you feel like I, I'm on my own? I have to do this by myself. This is my abilities. This is my efforts. I'm the one that's got to make this happen. Or do you have an expectation that God can just step in and that it comes out of nowhere, His favour? Uh, the reason the question is, we think, well, how, you know, shouldn't this just be blanket? If the promise is to us blanket, to like all of us in this room, this promise is to all of us in this room, so shouldn't it just always, it should just happen? Shouldn't it should just happen? That's, that's not the way faith, faith in the promises of God operates. Here's a promise. Um, all, uh, the promises for all who would be saved, like anyone who calls on the name of the Lord, they can be saved. Everybody can be saved. Salvation is for all. But not everybody is saved. Those who put their faith in Him receive the promise of salvation. And so He makes, He's given so many promises in His Word. And the question is, will you add your faith to His promise and take it? God is with you. God is with you. I, I just feel like God, when I was praying, I was almost like God said, just keep, 
tell them God is with you. Right? It just has to get from here into your heart. God is with you. Like, what's the expectation for Kumata? What what are you expecting for in this church? Is it the slow slog? Because this is how it has to be. Like, this is what it's like for churches. And I was saying to Matt before, no, because Jesus said, I'll build my church. We, we just have to do what he tells us to do. He will build his church. And have an expectation of God's intervention and God's favour. Like, think of yourself like you would um, uh, Joshua. Like, open up your life to the activity of the Holy Spirit through in you and through you. That's the promise. What did we, I think I think the last time I came and preached here, I talked about being filled with the Holy Spirit in Luke chapter 4, where Jesus was filled with the Spirit, and he was led by the Spirit, he came out of the desert empowered by the Spirit, and then he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. And I, I just repeat that. Like, that's our experience. That's how we live our life. It's not about me. I've got, in fact, I am, the, I am the least part of all this job. In fact, that was what, go back to Gideon now, mate, um, that was what Gideon, that's what Gideon, Gideon's argument when he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior, is, hang on, I'm from the least tribe of the, of the 12 tribes. I'm from the least tribe, and I'm the least in the least. Like, I'm the weakest of the weakest. And you're saying, me, the mighty warrior? And yes. And he said, call an army. And he got three up of the 30,000 people and he said, look at it down, look at it down, look at it down. And so there was 300. And he said, I just want you to know it's got nothing to do with you. It's got nothing to do with you. It, this is all me. So doesn't that give you encouragement? Like, you, do you feel weak? Because I often, I often feel weak and like, I mean, who am I to be doing whatever? And God says, it's got nothing to do with you. It's, I am in you. I am with you. Like, and here's, here's, to be honest, this is where I'm heading, is um, who is this God who is with you? What is this God like who is with you? He's omnipotent. He knows everything. He's got all wisdom. Um, like, here's, the cows on a thousand hills are his. Like, he has unlimited resources. This is the God who is with you. And if we could just get it out of here, into our head, because if I said to you now, do you think God is with you? Like, is there any doubt? I mean, I'll give you some more scriptures. If there is any doubt, because <laughs> I have got some. Like, here's this one. Um, Matthew, uh, we've done Matthew 28. What about Hebrews 13, verse 5? Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Well, he has said this, I will never leave you or forsake you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Uh, in Romans 15, verse 33, may the God of peace be with you all. Um, and let me finish with this. Actually, this is from John chapter 14. It says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, the Holy Spirit, and he will be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth that the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. So you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will never I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. 
Yet in a little while the will will see me no more, but you will see me because I will live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. I um so this verse uh, and this promise, this is for you. And I was thinking, well, how, so what do we do now? Because like, I, I don't think there's any question that God is with us. True? Like, there are so many scriptures. I, I could go on, there's a, there's a hang of a lot of other guys who said exactly the same thing. I am with you, I am with you. If you have a look in the concordance, that's everywhere. That promise. And yet Jesus makes it genuine to us because he's given us his spirit. So how on earth can I get it from here and to here so it changes my experience and I start to live like tomorrow you start to live like God is with me. I go to work, but I'm God is with me. And God will open up doors and God will make things happen. Because that's just not me, it's God in me. How do you do that? I'll show you the answer. <laughs> Hang on that. I'll tell you what I thought we, we could do, and maybe Jackie, you could come and help me. I, if you want, if you think, I, I actually want this to be my experience, I'll I tell you what you could do. You could, if you want, you could come up and stand and we can push you forward if necessary. And then if you just tell us your name, just in case we, you've forgotten that, and that would be embarrassing. You just tell us your name, and then Jackie and I will just say your name and say, God is with you. And lay hands on you and impart. Because there's no magic prayer. I, I don't have a magic prayer. It's just got to get from our heads to our hearts. So we, ge- we genuinely can believe this is real. Okay? Does that make sense? What do you saying? Can I just give I just found this scripture today in my pocket and I thought about it. I went for a walk this morning to a prayer walk and um, I went to a cafe and I asked for a coffee and um, they didn't have payway and I didn't have my wallet. All I had was my phone and I was going to pay by my phone, you know. That's where you pay for stuff these days, isn't it? And I said, oh, look, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go wrong way away from where I live. I'll have to come back. And he said, no, don't worry because somebody's paid for it in advance and so this one's free. And I just thought, man, that, that, that's, that's just like a little simple illustration. Like, God is with me. I'm on this walk. I've got a coffee. I've got no money to pay for it. Someone already did it. And I said, no, this one's free. Isn't it, like, just weird, isn't it? <laughs> but, honestly, in, in little things, just have your eyes open for what God may do. So if, you, if you feel like... Um, I actually, I understand that God is with me, but I, I want that to become my living experience every moment. I want, I want to walk in this tomorrow. I want to walk in this this afternoon. I want to be able to see God open up doors. Maybe it's for miracles and power. Maybe you're saying, I, I just need more power. I want to see miracles happen through my life. Maybe it's for provision. And, and you're struggling with that, because God, I need your provision. Maybe it's for protection. And you feel like the enemy is having an attack, I just need his protection. Maybe it's for presence. I want to, I actually want to feel the presence of God. 
And then he advised me, one of you come up front, and then he said, we'll come up to you, we'll put a hand on you, you say your name, and we'll just speak your name and say, God is with you. Just like God did to Joshua. And God, as God is with Joshua, so I am with you. 